episode 73. I think it's 73. I'm hoping it's 73. Because I'm not going to go and check it. I'm rocking with it. Uh, I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with... That's Allen. Welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. We are Real Church Matters, where we talk real church matters because real church matters. It is episode 70. It is? Okay, cool. All right, so, yeah, awesome. Housekeeping. Uh, as always, realchurchmatters.com for the episodes. If you use podcast app on your iPhone or Apple device, please, by all means, subscribe, rate, write a review, all of that. If you use SoundCloud, like us, follow us, retweet, repost, share on social media. We're on social media as well. Facebook, you can search Real Church Matters. Instagram, just search Real Church Matters. Put a bunch of inspirational, encouraging Jesus stuff. If you're on Twitter, which I use less often, it's Real Church, M-T-T-R-S. That's it for that. I hope to see you there. If you have any questions, ask me at realchurchmatters.com. What else? Antoinette, where can they reach you, get in touch with you, read about you, or read about you writing about God? <laughs> uh, follow me at Go Do Likewise, and my blog is likewiselife.com. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I love it. You'll love it. Lastly, always want to make sure that we make available to you guys patreon.com forward slash real church matters. Um, anything that you give is a blessing. If you listen to the these voices and they sound nice, if you hear the production and the quality and you like it, if you've given anything, even a penny, it's we, because of thank you. you. We yes. appreciate it. Um, that's the reason we, we open it up for the opportunity for those who are interested in supporting us in that way. Mm-hmm. So if you are one of those people who have, thank you. If you are one of those people who are interested, please, by all means, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Real Church Matters. And we're so thankful. I try to be better about the uh, a little more matters. I think I've gone the last three weeks without one. Um, yeah, I'm going to do better. But I do have some things coming up shortly that I think will be. Uh, we'll make up for it. <laughs> we'll make up for it. Hopefully, prayerfully. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody that's been listening. Um, before we go into the stuff, I just appreciate it. Um, I have something that I hear all the time about uh, just how encouraging the podcast is, how encouraging the different guests are. Mm-hmm. I hear about the addiction episode all the time. They're like, who was that? <laughs> who was that mask woman? Oh, hopefully she's uh, somewhere still beating addiction. Yes. Shout out. To uh, Felicia um, and Philip and my mom, Minister Sylvia, and, and of course you talking to yourself which and me I really talking enjoyed. to myself. The the three <laughs> versions of me. Uh, we almost got in an argument too. It, it was getting crazy for a second here. I had to. You got it. mad because you were like, "It's weird being here because nobody does cite you on when you say you're like a bar." Yeah, was like getting mad. It was a good one, and I I just looked over to the left and right of me like nothing. No, nope, nope. no, they you know the other sides of force are, are not good. So a lot of editing last week, a lot of cussing, a lot of last, a lot of all that He's stuff. He's lying, guys. But always um, a blessing to have Antoinette with us. Mm-hmm. She's going to go on this journey with us. Um, this episode 73, we're going to talk about Job or Job. I'm going to talk about keeping your integrity. Keeping your integrity. So as I, I've, I've done a whole full-on study of Job. Yeah. And... As I've read the story, every time I read it, I get something, something that, different. Yeah. It's just so crazy to me. And this time when I was reading it, what stood out to me was God's conversation with Satan. Mm-hmm. And so in chapter 1, verse 7 through 9, it says, Where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. 
And Satan answered the Lord He said I've been just You know Patrolling the earth You know Watching, watching everything That's going on You know <laughs> Then the Lord asked Satan He said Have you noticed My servant Job And like What You know I know that God Is our father And he loves us But I'm like You not really like Putting my mans on To a woman Like No You're, you're putting him on To some trials Yeah Why you know, you ever think of that? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why would you do that? Like, like you would appreciate if somebody came to me with an opportunity and I was like, have you checked Antoinette? Like, I, I think she'd be perfect for that opportunity. All right. That you would appreciate. You'd be like, good looking out for us. Mm-hmm. But what if somebody came and said, you know, I'm... Looking for somebody to stab to death. I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> look, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Because girls are always hooking their friends up with, with uh, guys. Okay. So this guy came up to you and he's like, you know, I'm looking for a woman to just like get pregnant and then just leave her high and dry. I'm looking to just put a woman through the ringer. I'm looking to put her through everything. You ever see Tyler Perry movie? I'm looking to do that. Like a trilogy of that. I'm looking to really mess her over. And her friend, I got just a girl for you. Have you ever you ever checked out my friend Antoinette? Here's her Facebook. Here's, yeah, like Here's just, her Instagram. Totally handle. like like I mean guys do that anyway, but most of the time when 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 people are putting their friends on, it's under the intention he means well. Yeah. Not if he laid it out already, like <laughs> Satan already laid it out. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm looking for somebody to, you know. I'm looking to get into something. Yeah. He said, have you considered my servant? And I, I, we have to think about why God is considering that as an opportunity for us. Mm-hmm. I would like to think that in the same way a woman sees a nice guy and say, you be perfect for my friend. God is looking at this opportunity as a perfect opportunity for us to show something. Yeah. What? Let's find out. <laughs> we don't want to leave people in suspense. Huh? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think he trying to show when you show you to prove prove your faith? To prove, prove your let's, faith. Let's see if you about what you be talking about all the time. Yeah, or but that you... mean that mean God is messy, you know? Like, <laughs> really? You mean like messy, like how women be sometimes? Like they gotta prove it. They put they sometimes they put their. Significant others in positions to prove mm-hmm. his love, and I used to watch that stuff. I'm like, that's entrapment. Why would you put a woman near him and you watching on a hidden camera to see if he's going to be faithful? Mm-hmm. Seems petty, but people love watching it, and I feel like God does that a lot. He does. I feel like he puts us in compromising positions to see if we'll compromise. Yeah, but it's not to because I feel like it's a different intent. Like he does it to grow us. Like it, what? Like you know what I mean? Like it's a different intent behind it. It's not like he's doing it just to like end you. Like I know I don't think he's doing it to end us as much as he is. He is doing it to get glory out of it. Like in a way, he knows our heart. He already knows Job's heart, so he's not doing this to reveal his heart. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he is doing it to. Unveil something for his glory It's almost like it's not done Until it's out of us mm-hmm. It's like we be so happy that we have faith But until that faith is tested It's never put on display Yeah, And if it's never put on display Who would know? How could Who would know? Yeah. And if nobody can know Then God doesn't get glory so he said, let this light so shine in you that men may see it and glorify God. Yes. So the whole way to get what he wants, he has to get people to see what's in you. Yes. It won't come out of us if we not test it. No, Because even you think of nature and stuff like that, people will look at that stuff and not really appreciate that a God created all that. So I feel like God is like, I got to use my people through their lives to show my glory. Yeah. And that's that's what he did. Kind of like a flare. Like a flare is just sitting there until you crack that thing and then all of a sudden it's lit. Yeah. It's like we have to be broken in a way in order to be lit. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be lit, but nobody wants to be broken. Everybody wants to say they shining, but we don't want to do what it takes to shine. Yeah. We're not like 
pieces of gold where we shine because we've been polished. We're the type of gold that shines because it's been purified. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, he said, this gold has to be tried in the fire in order for it to be pure. Yeah. The reason why we don't wear cheap, people don't wear cheap gold is because the impurities actually break people out. Yeah, it'll break your skin out. He said some people settle for because they have a tolerance for it. But he says, God, he don't have a tolerance for anything but pure, unadulterated gold. Yes. And how does he get that? Through the hottest, most intense fire he can muster. That's right. And so he looked at Satan as a means to produce something greater in Job. Yep. And it's not the first time he did it. And we, we got to be careful many times. In the Bible. Many times. Mm-hmm. And we got to be careful because we sometimes think God is trying to test and prove his love for us, his love for us or test and prove that we are whatever we say we are. Mm-hmm. But he already knows if we are or we're not. Yeah, He sees our heart. But he's trying to test and prove that he is who he says he is to you, mm-hmm. to other people so they might come to know him yeah everything's a marketing strategy everything but i used to get frustrated because i've heard people say that when i was in a situation and you just be like but nobody sees my life like i'm the one that got to deal with it every day like i'm not walking around telling my story every day so to think of everything i'm going through is to show his glory and all this stuff is like how? How though? Like awesome. <laughs> now, now we say we're about to find out. So he goes and he, the Lord says, "Have you considered my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity." integrity. What does that mean, God? That means he fears me and stays away from evil. Mm-hmm. Two different things. They're mutually exclusive, but both of them together make a man of complete integrity. That's right. Sometimes we consider ourselves people of integrity, Antoinette, just because we stay away from evil. Yep. I'm so awesome. I stay away from evil. Can you believe it? There's no evil around me. But what are you close to? What are you standing close to? Yes. Complete integrity is what I remove from me, but what also I draw near to. to. That is complete integrity. That's why I love that word. I love this translation. That's my new favorite translation. NLT. What is that? New Living Translation. translation. Yeah, New Lit Translation. (laughs) I love it. Like I've been sending it to people because it's like it kind of articulates it, but it still retains the fabric of the King James Version for those people who start to get a little weird, like, what am I reading here? Right. You know, but it's and then us. vice versa too, because when you think about pe- people that fear God but stay close to evil, it's like you got that issue too. Like you reverence God, you know who He is, you're aware of Him, but you still in your mess. Like, you still in your mess. Like you really want this to be a threesome? <laughs> like <laughs> literally, He is interested in you removing something as well as gaining something. Yes. You can't dabble in both. It's a little bit sick to him and that's not complete integrity but it to us sometimes we get caught up in it and we see it as integrity that's true until this is the cool part until someone is broken and it reveals that there's they're not lit but there's something else Mm -hmm. then we have this issue yeah like every time we're broken we reveal something to the world that reveals something about our god to them that's what integrity is all about. When you break me open, am I everything you thought I could be with a God I say I serve? Yeah. I'm concerned about that a lot, Antoinette. Because yeah. more often times than not, your people are being broken and it's just like, I think like when flares get wet, they don't work anymore. So it's just like. They've been compromised. Yeah. And more often than not, Antoinette, I've been. That thing that's been compromised. Same here. <laughs> like, and then I didn't know it myself, or I kind of did and did, wasn't aware of it until I met situations that broke me open. Yeah. And then just as I'm becoming aware of it, people are too. It's very true. And therein lies the troubling part because what they see reflects who God is. 
And a lot of times we may think, well, you know, what people do is on them. I'm not, my life shouldn't dictate whether they love God or not. But it does in a way. It does. Especially for people who haven't had that taste and see. They're going based on what you tasted and saw. So when yeah. they, they, they produce they, nothing, they like, oh, okay. Think about it. When we say taste and see that the Lord is good, we're talking about engaging with him. Yeah. These people don't engage with God, but they do engage with you. So when they engage or taste and see you, do they understand that the Lord is good? And if they don't, what impact does that have on their perspective of God? And does he get glory from it? See, he glories in people seeing your life and turning and glorifying him. Mm -hmm. But when they see your life and turn and reject him, that doesn't glorify God. It's not so much about being superheroes as much as it is being the best marketers of, of God because he glories in that. That's right. He loves that. He's jealous in that way. He's self-centered. He should be because God in and of himself is the center. He's the only one that gets to be self-centered in that way. Yeah. And then it's especially important nowadays where, you know, religion is so made fun of. It's, uh, you know, Manipulate the word is manipulated in politics, like all types of representations are being made. And then the ones that are supposed to really show his glory, it's like people just see it, don't, don't, they aren't really seeing the, the real, the picture, real God. The real God. Yeah. I love that because this can almost be a sequel to Representation Matters. Yeah. <laughs> this is our part two to it because literally we talked about representing God, but it, we didn't really get into how. Yeah, that's true. And the how is with integrity. Yes. You integrity. you see a lot of people struggle and you go through it with no integrity. It's like you just be looking like, come on, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Like, what are you doing? And here's the crazy thing. What we're about to get into is, number one, having integrity is good. And we say complete integrity is removing yourself from evil and drawing close to God. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. God wanted to show that Job would have integrity in the midst of struggle. Mm -hmm. So that brings us to this other thing. Yes, all you people who are struggling to have integrity, great. But can you maintain it in times of trouble? See, because Satan looked and he said, yes, but Job has good reason to fear God. And I love that mm-hmm. because when you think about it, he did. He did. <laughs> he had a family. He had good health. He yeah. had, you know, everything a man of that time would, you know. He was rich. For. Yeah. He was taken care of. Job chapter one, verse one says, there was once a man named Job who lived in the land of Uz. He was blameless, a man of complete integrity. He feared God and stayed away from evil. And then you goes on in those verses to tell all the things that he had. Mm-hmm. Satan was very keen to this. Yeah. He's very keen to it in our lives. Have you considered Antoinette? God, let me tell you something about Antoinette. You've been looking out for her a lot. You've been taking care day of her one. a lot since day one. You've been having her back a lot. I want to know. If Antoinette going to keep integrity, if you don't. (laughs) Yeah. See, because that's where we, a lot of Christians find yourself in trouble now. We find ourselves in trouble, not in the midst of growing in God, but how do you grow in the midst of trials? Mm -hmm. How do you be, not having integrity, I've learned how to remove evil. You know what I mean? Yeah, and as, no, that's, as, that's easy. As yeah. blessings have come in my life, it makes me even more excited to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look at what living this life has proven to me, mm-hmm. has provided for me. He's healed me. He's gave me peace of mind. He's given me direction. He's given me purpose. He's also taken care of me in a very human way. He's given me uh, a business yeah. and financial stability. Yeah, but that's almost like phase one of this whole thing. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like, <laughs> it's like phase one because all that stuff, like. It's the setup. Yeah. It's the setup because God, he's like, yeah, well, you're a good father. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't honor a good father? Mm-hmm. Mm. 
who wouldn't. Yeah. Half the time people dishonor their fathers, we hear this story about their father being like, yeah, you're right. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. <laughs> he but, abused you. He exactly. Neglected you. Yeah. But what happens when we see somebody neglect their father and their father has done so much? We call them what? You spoiled. Mm-hmm. You're so spoiled. Christians, well, some of us are spoiled, but most of us, we honor our father because he honors us. Mm-hmm. But the problem comes when he doesn't. When it gets hard and Satan knew this and he said, well, guess what, Satan, you go ahead and touch everything in his life, but don't touch a hair on his head. So he's a bet. He took and removed everything. And then we go to chapter two, verse two through four. And he says, where have you come from, Satan? Satan answered, Lord, I've been, you know, patrolling the earth. Like I told you before, I really, really don't change, man. And the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? Now he's asking him again to pay attention to a man he's already hurt. Mm -hmm. But the reason God said take a look at him is because look, he is the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless. Blameless. A man of what? Complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil and he has maintained his integrity, even though you urged me to harm him without cause. Mm. I want to try to catch something there. Mm-hmm. That language says something. Number one, Satan only advocated for Job's demise. He could not handle it himself. Oh. God had to let him know, like, you urged me to do this. And I said, well, let me do this and show this man. This demon, <laughs> this evil, this angel, yeah. who this man is that serves me. It's amazing to see the faith God has in Job. We always talk about how faithful God is to us, but we never talk about God's faith in us. Yeah. Like God had faith in him. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest honor. I I understand y'all want to grow in your faith in God. And I understand y'all want God to be faithful to you. But do you care how God sees you? Faith in you, yeah. He has faith. He had faith in Job. I want God to have faith in me. Is it really considered faith, though, if he knows everything already? It's a confidence in that way. Hmm. Because of what he knows. It's, right. it's a luxury right. to know it, but it, it only <laughs> instills his faith. Right. Sometimes we got to be careful because we, we'll be like, it's not faith if you can see it. But it, it it's a tr- the truest sense of faith is to have not seen it. Mm-hmm. But Paul said, I, I, I mean, not Paul. Was it Paul? I think one of the disciples said, Oh, it was Paul. He said, I, I've seen things y'all haven't seen. Mm-hmm. I envy y'all position because y'all have faith on a greater level because yeah, you never seen you it. Yeah. But he said, I still got faith because there's tons of people who had seen what he's seen and still didn't believe. believe. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's this greater degree. I, we, we have to remark it, this awesome faith that God is looking for us to have based on we us haven't seen. But there's a faith that there still exists when you've seen. Mm-hmm. And so just because God can see who we are doesn't mean he has to have faith in who we are. Gotcha. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So we should try. Yeah. So we should desire to be at that point of our lives where mm-hmm. God is like, hey, Satan, I'm going to do this because you'll yeah. see. Or even when we make promises, like I promise to love you forever, I promise to serve you. It's like he want to be able to, you know, live you to live up to that promise. He want to be able to stand on your promise like you want to stand on his. Exactly. We jump up and down (laughs) on his. We Mm -hmm. like this better be secure, God. Yeah. I'm putting it all on. God should be able to say, hey, I'm about to bless you. I'm about to bless you. I'm blessing you in faith and confidence that you will honor what I give you. Yep. Do you, if you, I got no. I'm with it. Yeah, that, that's powerful. <laughs> you know, it's like we 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 don't think about that, but God is doing that in His second time throwing Job in there. Job in something to prove even more. He said he he never 
wavered from his integrity. Yeah. And then I love the word maintain because it's like it's it's an upkeep on it. Like yeah. It's not just something you have and you just, you know, you have it for the rest of your nah, you Christian had, career. You had like, to hold had on. on. Yeah. You had to hold on. I, I don't want to see you ride no bull and the bull ain't moving. <laughs> Cause you like you like look no hands <laughs> <laughs> because some of people be don't being I'm a Christian and it, it don't take no effort. Yeah, I'm I'm nervous when Christians be like that. That's this thing right here is effortless. You know I. I That's it, when it gets scary. Cause I, then, I'm like, whoa! Cause it's either you darker than your understanding, or you just ain't been through, and it's something right around the corner. They darken in their understanding. Yeah, because this type of walk that we do, you gotta hold on. Ain't no no hands. Tight, no. You know what I'm saying? Not even one hand. People say it like, you know, it's like riding a bike. No, it's not. See, riding a bike, you get used to it. It's muscle memory. It's because it's this the same. This is nothing like this. This is nothing like this. No day it's is a new the challenge. same. Yeah. No day is the same. No. The dude that you had to say goodbye to last week is a dude, totally different dude gonna show up this week. That's true. The the temptations. That I had last week If I had to keep facing The same temptation I'd be like Look no hands <laughs> yeah, or They'd be even, like Do you want this drug No <laughs> I'd be learning new yeah. ways To say no I'd be like Nah <laughs> No <Mm-mm. laughs> Sorry no and I'd be just going to Having fun I'd be like it, It's so easy Being a Christian No Or even how Creative we Creatively We self-deprecate ourselves Like we we do we get we just get creative. I got new doubts. I got new fears every single day. But you and got the same God. Same God. That's that's scary to me, because this ain't no same God. He said he gives new mercies every day. Why do I need new mercies? Because I got new trials. Yes. I got new mess. New mercies for new mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And we we have to be in that place in our hearts where we stop trying to make this thing a muscle memory thing. Sure. Where I'm just being a Christian. Every morning I get up, I read my scripture, I, I go, it. I yeah. close it, I pray, I go on my way. I tell if people ask how I'm so at peace, I tell them it's the peace of God. If people ask how I got my job, I tell them God gave it to me, and that's how I let my light shine. Yeah. No. No, that's not the way this works. Every single day, I'm being broken in some respect. So that what can be revealed in me is either the integrity of God or the integrity of myself. Mm-hmm. But somebody's going to see it and either glorify God or glorify me. True. And that's just the reality of it. And because of these situations where... Satan replied to him and said, skin for skin. I know what it is. <laughs> skin for skin. A man will give up everything he has to save his life. He he said the one part before he even said that. He was so excited. He was like, skin for skin. God, I was like, hold on. What, uh, what you talking about? Because uh, you're an angel. You I ain't talk got no like skin. that sometimes. I don't want to relate to <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, let me back up. But it's that reality. Yeah. It's just you be so excited about it. I got it. Skin for skin. You you touched everything but him. Yep. A man will do anything to save his so, skin, yep. his life. Touch his life. Touch his body. Yeah. I know what that feel like because I remember. I, sometimes I brag about it. I'd be like, Natty, I'd be like, I got a high tolerance for pain. Yeah, you do. I lose money sometimes and I'll be like, oh, it is what it is. Yeah. Next thing you know, the roof of my mouth hurt, and I'm like, ah, it's just <laughs> it's too much. The littlest things just, yeah. hit me and cause me to loosen my grip on my integrity. Mm. <sighs> every, but I feel like every day it's little every things. Every day it's just, just little things it. picking. Yeah. It's never this one big thing with mm-hmm. me. And I know everybody's different. Yeah. Some people, they can handle the small stuff. And then the big kabooms come and they are out of here. Completely. They, they yeah. let go. Mm-hmm. We never know. We're, we're riding that bull. We never know which twist or which turn of that bull is going to knock, knock us off. Mm-hmm. But he's saying we have to hold on. And he said, I think I know what will knock Job off. Touch his body. Yeah. Touch his body. <laughs> 
It, it's a hard one. I know a lot of people that struggle with sickness and stuff like that. It's it's a struggle. I mean, you talking about every day and night. You like you don't get a break from it. Yeah. And yeah. These chronic he illnesses knows. that people have, whether it be lupus or um, tuberculosis or sexually transmitted disease, it could be herpes. It could be it could be uh, what's the one they did? Oh man, it's one what? of them. Why are you so disappointed? Because one of them, hepatitis C, that's what it is. Hepatitis C, it, it lingers with you, stays yeah. with you. And these things are chronic diseases, chronic issues, fibroids, yes. cystic tumors. Things that you didn't even do nothing wrong. You yeah. Know, random and born with it, or you drank something, got a virus, like yeah. all kinds of stuff. Maybe you grew up with an ailment, a, a disadvantage, a disability. Mm-hmm. All of these things, sometimes even just being black can be a disability to someone where they can't get past it and the fact that it holds them back in some way handicaps them in some way causes them to let go of their integrity sometimes you talk to these young guys and they be out here on these streets and you tell them like there's a better way to get money and they like no it ain't when you a black man in this world the only way we can get it this is how we gotta get it Mm -hmm. what are they doing they letting you know that this thing right here the skin for me made me let go of my integrity and we have to realize that those things in our lives that are just becoming too much for us to hold on Mm. and we got to evaluate that and say I need to hold on to my integrity which means what no matter what I'm facing I stay away from evil and I draw close to God not I, and, 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 and and then in the scripture it says fear God. So when you think of being in a situation, but you're referencing, re, I said referencing, reverencing. Why can't I say it? Reverencing God. Uh-huh. Um, and you think of it that way. It's like I'm. I know He's in control, and reminding yourself of that on a daily basis, and that'll make you, you know, draw closer to that because that's, that's what's more real to me than this problem. Fearing God is one of the ways we draw close to Him. And like you said, when I reverence what I'm going through more than who put me through it, yes. I'm in trouble. You said it better. Yes. No, I mean, you know, we, we're working together with it because I didn't even think about it. But that's the reality. And so he hurt his body. And once he hurt his body, Job went through some he went some through some struggles and he literally had to he, he got to the point where in Job chapter two, verse eight through ten says Job scraped his skin. With a piece of broken pottery mm. as he sat among the ashes. Wow. He's, he's covered himself in sackcloth and ashes to mourn. This is what, how they mourned. Mm-hmm. So we let you know, like, Job is no longer in a good space. Job is now hurting. Yeah. It has destroyed his confidence in a way. It has hurt him and made him sad. He is visibly hurt. He is visibly emotional. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. His wife looks at him in this hurt state. And she says, are you still trying to maintain your integrity? I just got a question, bro. You still, after he's done all of this, you still at it? I'm going to tell you, if people not saying that to y'all. They thinking it. They thinking it. And if they ain't thinking it or saying it, you ain't really holding on. You ain't hold on. To, <laughs> That's true. You ain't held on until people look That's at you true. and say, you still? Because we let up a little bit to make people comfortable. Yeah. So true. we don't feel crazy. Yeah. Sometimes you feel crazy. You didn't lost your job. You didn't lost your home. You lost all this. And you're like, yet will I trust in God. Now it starts sounding crazy. It was <laughs> sounding fine saying, yet will I trust him when you had that nice car. It was sounding fine when you had all that money. Yeah. But now that you you in a tougher place, now you in a, a, a place where the situation don't look that great. Yet will I trust in God sound crazy? Because I'm going to tell you, being a Christian sounds real sexy when it's all covered in blessings. <laughs> but when it's covered in mess, it don't seem so sexy no more. And that's the problem. That's the problem. The, the problem that we face, the problem we face a lot of times is that we're in that position. Yeah. And we don't know how to do what? Hold on. 
So we come to this point where his wife is telling him. His own wife. His own. That's another thing. His own wife. It be. I mean, because you get to a point where you care about the person so much, you just like. Thank you, thank you, Antoinette. Please, that's why I love you so much. I love you. Like, don't, don't do this. They be. It's not because people. People look at people and say. You ain't nothing but the devil. No, the devil's up there talking with God. Yeah. This is your wife. This yeah, is Bay. This is Bay. Bay is saying, I love you. Yeah. This ain't working. <laughs> I can't watch this. You know what I'm saying? A lot of yeah. times people will tolerate our walk with Christ as long as it benefits. Yes. The minute it don't benefit them or you. Oh my goodness. Can I just take a pit stop for a second? I gotta take a pit stop. Let me tell y'all this, guys. Sometimes people only want you to serve God if it benefits them. Yeah. The minute you serving God goes against their agenda, they ain't really with it no more. Yeah. And so you got to have this relationship with God that's so tight, this integrity with God that's so tight that you never feel like you're being used in that way. Yeah. And I'm thinking too, like, I and feel that has like... has nothing to do with none of this, but that's on side of the It becomes hard to look at, I think. It becomes a little unbearable. People can't stomach it. It's cringing. It's, it's, it's upsetting. It's, it's sad. I remember looking at my mom and being sad. Yes. I was. <laughs> you like, no, I'm laughing because I felt that way. Before. I remember looking at her. Yes. You praying. felt bad for them because you just like, why are you believing this foolish? Literally sitting in the sitting in the living room with my mother and she telling the us as kids, there's going to be no Christmas this year. And us feeling, I'm not just feeling sad because I ain't going to get no gifts. I'm feeling sad at the next thing my mother said, which is, but let's pray and God might just provide that. And I'm like, don't add that hope part. You still Cause it, 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 You know like, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, you already let us know. Let's, let's just, just be disappointed I don't want to get my hope up. Mm-hmm. I don't want no hope in it. This is not a time for hope. That's why That's she made she sure. Yes. It's not a curse time. God curse and God die. and die. Remove all hope. Can we just settle in our mess? So how many people you know just want to settle in their mess? Do you know how it? It's like uh, what do they call it? Like not fight or flight, but it's something that the human body does. It's fight to, or flight. Okay, yes. it's what we do. It's you how either we... gonna come through and persevere, but most people. They save yourself, Christians. And it feels good. You know, we talked about that before one time. Save yourself, Christians, are the people that die first in horror movies. Just think of Jason or Freddy as as your trial. And the minute he grabbed their leg, they fall to the ground. And you like, kick him. You like, kick him. Punch him. Run. They they like, go without me. Save yourself. I love you. It was nice knowing. I'll hold them off. Yeah, I'll hold them off. You guys run. I always that was a, that's another thing that these the, we can't do all these. Yeah, stuff. we gotta do all these. Here's another thing: the Christian who decides when he's going to be a martyr. Let me tell you, you only get one cross to lay on. You don't get you don't get multiple crosses. And here's the thing about your cross: God said you had to carry it. He didn't say you had to lay on it. Mm. Lazy Christians want to lay on crosses. Real Christians carry him. Goodness gracious. Pow. Pow. <laughs> Real Christians carry him. Mm. Everybody ready to die on a cross. Carry your cross. First. Then you die. Then you die. <laughs> it's not the time. We lazy like that. We lazy. There's times where I knew. I was so lazy. I knew, Force, you have to get up or you are going to fail this class. Mm. If you don't get there and take this test, you're going to fail this class. I laid there and said, it's a wrap. Yeah. Or even like when you're running late, like when you wake up late, you just be like, I might as well get another hour. Yo. Uh, I'm, I'm going to just call out today. I gotta but just, that's how we treat our trials. We, like. Everything's optional. Mm-hmm. We don't like feeling that life or death struggle. When people are in a crisis of integrity, they say it's not that deep. The crisis is... Because that's the body's protecting us. Yeah. It's like when when you get sick, it's like all the blood cells, like we got to protect, like self-preservation. We, like. We, 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 we miss the point of what the crisis truly is. Yeah. You don't understand. While you sitting here talking to me about crisis of integrity, I have a crisis of eviction notice. <laughs> no. It's 
True. That's just that's something so small. Yes. It can be changed at any time. Anytime. But I've let go of my faith for smaller things. Mm-hmm. Only for that thing to work out. And now look at me. Stupid. Integrity Stupid. is broken. Decisions made that I regret. All for something that would have worked out. Anyway. Anyway. Or in a better way. Mm-hmm. Had I just held on. Yeah. Something, some things didn't work out. But I realized it wasn't that deep. <laughs> Some things, sometimes I was embarrassed. Did things to avoid embarrassment only to still get embarrassed and realize. And now. Who cares? Like, who cares? It happened. It's like after it happened, I'm like, well, I ain't got no reason to care now. Now I'm actually walking in confidence. That's why I hate high school because I feel like you go, you feel like that the whole way through. And then when it's done, you, I felt like that every morning. All I cared about all this stupid, like, but anyway. Scared about it until all of a sudden you are in a place where you're like, this is what was going to happen. This is all that was going to happen. Y'all just was going to talk about it. Oh, that doesn't even matter. I don't matter. even know y'all anymore. Y'all are <laughs> drug addicts. Like, y'all are have people dead. Like, we don't even, we care so much. That's the reality. Yeah. And we're missing it because we miss what the crisis is. Yes. We have a crisis of integrity that we need to fight and maintain. Yes. And I love that about growth and stuff like that because I feel like the turnaround time for that gets quicker as you become closer to God because like you go through stuff and then like literally days later you'd be like, I was crazy. I was yeah. I was wilding over that and you're able to fix and so that the next time you're you're going through it better. So you're not coping. We sometimes even coping with things that didn't even need to be coped. Nope. Do you know what I'm I do it all the time. Yeah. We coping with things that didn't even need to be coped. It wasn't even that serious of a thing. Nope. My mind already like trying to fix a problem that ain't even arisen. 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 And, and let me help y'all. I'm, I'm going to make another digression. Go ahead. There are so many people who are waiting for an opportunity or a reason to not believe in God. Waiting. And I'm telling y'all, you think you have integrity, but you don't. You don't mm. because you're looking for one bad situation to say, see, I knew he wasn't yes. the God I thought he was. Yes. See, I knew this Christian stuff wasn't what I thought it was. You'd be wondering why people were so quick to make a beeline back to mess. That, oh, the, the, that church is full of hypocrites. I, I, I'm back. You, where you back where? You back in the streets? <laughs> I, I don't understand. How did we make How this, did we make this transition? Do I, why didn't you ever think of going and find a different church? Yeah, and it's all it's funny too how quick we can analyze that it was God that you know what I mean? We can break down everything that you know about what went wrong and blame it on God. But yeah. why can't we analyze how the good side of it? Like we don't but, put that effort. No, that, no, that's good though. Because we're going to have to At one point Do a podcast About overthinking Yeah And analyzing And how People tell us Not to overthink But really It's what we're Thinking over yeah. That's the problem It's not that you Overthinking Oh let me save that Can I go anymore <laughs> It's going to be a thing So we have this situation Where Job's wife Is telling him Curse God And, and die. die See for y'all That might not seem Like a big deal yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because like, I think another thing we miss, Antoinette, is that our idea of what hurts God is be stuff that hurt us. <laughs> so we'd be like, you know, she went back drinking. Oh, she went, she back with men. I seen her with a, two different men coming out of her apartment. You, well, you, you watching all of that. That's not the thing that really hurts God. Yeah. You know what hurts God? That you curse him and you refuse his life so you die. Mm -hmm. How many people you know curse God and die? People have said it to me. I I would rather go without than to get it from you. Mm -hmm. Ooh, you so so tough. Mm. I'd rather have no money. I'd rather be on the street than ask you for a dime. You didn't hurt it. That's a person who no longer respects you and will hurt themselves just to just to prove that point. It's so much stubbornness and so much pride. And that's the place that we're at as yeah. Christians. We can sometimes get in a place where we're like Job's wife and we like, he ain't worth all that. 
He ain't worth all that. I'd rather you sit here and die than to believe a lie. Yeah, and when I read that just now, too, I think of the phrase, we draw conclusions. Like, because that's what she wanted to do. She was like, we need a conclusion to this. And that's what we do a lot of times in our minds. Like, we need to end this. Like, let's come to our own conclusion. Yeah. And... That, that's that's crazy because I never thought about it. We, we literally draw conclusions because we're over it. <laughs> we're over it. Mm-hmm. She drew a conclusion. She said, "Can we? We gonna skip to the end of the story because yep. I don't want to go through another agonizing chapter." Nope, I'm going straight to the last chapter. I can do bad, and you can do bad, Job, all by yourself. Self. And that is such a dangerous thing because, in the midst of that. What you're already going through. Now you have to hear from people around you that you're crazy. I hear crazy in what she's saying. I hear you're delusional in what she's saying. I hear save yourself by killing yourself in what she's saying. She's saying anything's better than believing a hope dream. A pipe dream, that's what I meant to say. Anything's better than that. Do you know what I'm saying? That's Mm -hmm. how I feel like at times in my life when I'm going through. People make me feel that way. Bro, you can do bad all by yourself. Because they've already come to their conclusion. They've already they come to their They want you to draw the same ones they I think did. that's, you know what? It's an amazing thing is that we are, we are always marketing. Mm-hmm. And people say all the time, like, I don't really feel like sharing my faith like that. But really, we're sharing. We're doing it anyway. You're sh- we're sharing our, our other thing, our lack of faith. Yes. That's what she's doing. She's ministering to this book. Yes. She ministering to her husband right now where she could have said, hold on to your integrity, baby. She's saying, can you please let go? Let go. And the sad thing, too, is probably up to a certain point. She probably was encouraging him, but it got, it got to too a- much. Yeah. And we got to be careful. Christians, if you're going to help me, you can't help me by spiritually euthanizing me. Don't try to pull the plug on my faith because it looked too far gone to you. Wow. Oh, my goodness. We got to be careful. We look at some people and they so far gone in our eyes that we go ahead and just pull the plug. We stop encouraging them. We stop helping them. We stop reminding them because we feel they're so far gone. Don't pull the plug on me just yet. That's right. She wanted to pull the plug on him in chapter two. Wow. Job got what he needed in chapter 31. Jesus. <laughs> Imagine that in years. Matter of fact, some of y'all can't make it years. Imagine <laughs> it in days. Mm-hmm. On day two of your trial, somebody told you to give up. But if you could make it to day 31. And give give up comes out in so many. It's like it comes out in different translations. It's not like you give up. It's more like they're giving you alternate options. They're telling you what you should do. And anything that's lined up with the word, that's not what they're telling you, which is basically telling you to give up on your faith. Anything but. Yeah. I don't want you to give up on life. I'm just saying, give up on finding life in God. Focus on this. Don't focus on that foolishness. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it happens all the time. Sometimes some of the struggles that we face, even being single people, people see it as a struggle. Even if we don't, yeah. they see it as a pain. Even if give we don't. In, sis. Give in. <laughs> I get the looks. I get the conversation. Curse God and die. I need a niece. I need a. <laughs> Be, why? Half the time, because we see this as a trial and we are reflecting it. The same way Job did. Mm. We covered in sackcloth and ashes. We picking the scabs. Well, you you know what picking the scab is? We're constantly rehearsing what we lack. Mm. We're constantly rehearsing our hurt. Mm. We're constantly going over it. That's picking the scab. It stays fresh. People are like, I've been dealing with this for years. You want to know why? Because every day you could heal. Instead of healing, you you deal with it. You play with it. You mess in it. You keep it fresh. It's so it's hard to heal. Mm-hmm. It's hard to heal. It actually, it gets infected. It gets poisoned. It gets overwhelming. And that's the reality of, it's so much in this. this <laughs> now you're looking at me like, can we get to the rest? Like, it's so much in that scripture, but let's move on. And he says, 
you talk like a foolish woman. Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? So in all of this, Job said nothing wrong. I'm going to take it backwards. All right. Number one, Job said nothing wrong. That didn't mean that he wasn't sad. That didn't mean he wasn't hurt. He was hurting. He was lamenting. That's why he put on sackcloth and ashes. He was he was traumatized. This was a real thing he was going through. We did, it didn't say Job was like, zippity-doo-dah, got some more boils for me. I love boils, God. No, what he was doing was, in the midst of it, he said nothing wrong. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I said, no, that was, a, that, was that one point. Keep going. Uh, you got so Go, go to what you want. No. Just getting excited. Okay, I thought you had a certain thing you wanted you wanted to say something about. No, okay. The, going back, this next thing he said: Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and nothing bad? Mm-hmm. Can y'all ask yourself that question every day? I'm telling you, I would get that tattooed on my lower back. <laughs> I would get that tattooed on me. I literally, I'm going to, I am literally going to get some post-its or something. I'm going to make that the wallpaper on the back of my laptop. I need to make sure I'm asking myself But that. God is good all the time and God is good. All the time. God, where he does that inherently come from? is good. <laughs> even when he's in his hand, there's what? Bad. If you're going to say God is good all the time, that means no matter what time you're having, whether you feel like, oh, what a time to be alive, like Drake, or you feel like, oh, what a time I'm having right now. The reality is God is still good. Yeah, because you said something deep. It said, he said, from the hand of God. Yeah. He didn't say from God. He said, from the hand of God. From so this is something he's distributing. Yes. What he has in his hand. That's not an indication of him. It's not an indication of his heart. Wow. If that's the case, I would hate my parents because sometimes they had a belt in their hand. Sometimes they had food. Cool. Sometimes they had money, allowance. Wow. Sometimes they had blessings. Wow. But sometimes they had a wealth. I said a belt. I said a belt. <laughs> <laughs> then you said a whip. And I said a wealth. Sometimes that's what they I had. I think about weapons. Yeah. So, I mean, whippings. I got weapons with a belt. I get weapons with a whip. That's crazy though I guess you should have Called it a whip Because whatever You whip me with Is a whip whip. That mean The extension cord Was a whip (laughs) (laughs) But but there's a reality In this Is that we are In a place Where we accept Only the good things Of God Because God is good But never anything bad Mm. He said Sweetie you, You a foolish woman you're foolish. He called his wife foolish. Y'all got to be okay. I told y'all this before. When Jesus said what he said to Peter, he said, get thee behind me, Satan. When he says this, he calls his wife foolish. I love you, baby. But you're foolish you're right foolish, now. Sir. You're foolish because that's foolish thinking. <laughs> foolish thinking that when God has something that you don't like in his hand, then you no longer like the God. Just to clarify, he didn't call her foolish. He said, you talk like a foolish woman. <laughs> so don't be going around. Calling me. I mean, if that's She said foolish things. Yeah. And we are surrounded by people who say foolish things. Yes. And in the midst of all that foolishness that's around us, because guess what? Y'all keep saying, I don't listen to people. Guess mm. what? When you going through trials... It don't help to have foolish talk around you. No, it and sometimes you can't avoid it. Do you get what I'm saying? This ain't no friend. This was his wife. Yeah. When you sleeping with the person who got no encouragement for you, but just foolish talk. Let them know what it is. You got to let them know. Talk. Yeah. He didn't just say, he didn't just <laughs> shut her up. No. Christians always want to shut people up. He reasoned with her. Mm. He said, come on, I, I got a reason with you. Just for a second. I know, I know. It's crazy. I'm 37. If I was going to have a family, I probably the clock is ticking. I know. Yeah, I understand. If I was going to have a career, it would have had to been. It should have been to a certain point by now. If I was going to have a business, it should be successful. Why you don't have a building yet? Why you don't have employees fully yet? Why you don't have these things? I know. I know, guys. But let me ask you this: 
Am I supposed to only accept good from God or he's no longer good? Mm. If he's supposed to be this all perfect being, when he gives me things that hurt, is he no longer perfect? Mm. If I'm supposed to believe in the word that he loves me and it says, what can separate me from the love of God? And he lists out very things that he has in his hands. Mm. And he says, I want you to trust and believe that though I give you this, inflict you with this, it never will separate you from my love. Yeah, I'm thinking about seeing that, like that setting. I'm just visualizing a sick man, like saying that. Saying this in his lowest state. Yes, but it it goes back to what we were saying earlier. Like, that's his glory. Like, to to see that... Picture. God, it, God, it gets. It needed glory. a setting, like like a stage. You like it needed the right props. It needed the right makeup. It needed listen, all that. In his darkest time, mm-hmm. Job shined the brightest. Yes. Now, how bright that room was. Yes. At that very moment. Yes. How bright that room was. It was lit in there, and it ain't. It wasn't no party, and you ever walk in the room and you like, man, this looks bad. Yeah. I, I had a, a a loved one. She recently. Had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And I, when I called her, I was preparing myself for what I was going to hear on the other end. But instead of hearing what I thought, I heard a confident woman. Mm-hmm. I heard a woman filled with joy. I heard a woman <clears throat> speaking with faith and assurance that God, while he put her through this, he got her. Yes. And she didn't even realize that while her heart was hurting. She was helping my heart. Yes. How how can somebody who's hurting and needs help help a person who's healthy? Because there's a crisis. There is a heart attack that goes deeper than a heart attack. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. The, the, we get so caught up in this stuff. Yeah. When I'm talking to her, I'm realizing it. The heart that's really hurting is mine because I'm lacking faith. Mm -hmm. And the heart that's really okay in her that matters is in tip top shape. shape. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that heart might, that physical heart might be struggling right now, but the heart that matters most is pumping strong. That's a woman that's holding on to integrity. And by all accounts, and this is what I shared with her husband. All accounts, there are people who would say they are more holy, more righteous, more saved, more committed, more ministering than her. Never. Than her. Never. Because they go by what they see. see. But we get to see the proof in the pudding when the pudding get broke. broke. Mm. And I want to see all the holy folk go through triple bypass or quadruple bypass surgery. And still hold on to their integrity. Mm. Yes. Because the shouters stop shouting. The preachers stop preaching. Singers. The dancers stop dancing. The singers stop singing. Even when they sing. The podcasters stop casting pod. (laughs) (laughs) When the going gets tough, the tough. Ain't nowhere to be found. The attendees, the church affiliates. The church attenders are no longer attending. I got a podcast coming up about attendance. I promise you, this is going to be awesome. I just You said that word and you didn't even know. Attend Perfect attendance is what it's going to be called. Hey. It's crazy. It's crazy. We talk about God attending to us, but we not attending to God. Mm. Perfect attendance. Mm. That's going to be awesome. Mm. It's going to be delicious. But as we close out, the reality is, is that there is a truth that we miss. And I want to share this scripture, but we're not going to talk about it. You, you guys got to listen to a little more matters. Patreon.com. Patreon.com forward slash Real Church Matters. But Job 4, 5 through 7 says, and this is one of his friends talking to him. Mm-hmm. He said, but when, now when trouble strikes, you lose heart. He said, you are terrified when it touches you. Mm. So I mean, uh, doesn't your reverence for God give you confidence? Doesn't your life of integrity give you hope? Mm. 
Stop and think. Do the innocent die when they, when have the upright been destroyed? When have the upright been destroyed? Those are questions I want y'all to ask yourselves. Y'all come up with your own answer. But for those of you who are interested in ours, you go to, to patreon.com forward slash real church matters and a little more matters, and we're going to answer it in our way. But those are questions I want y'all to answer as you go on and think about this. I still ain't come up with a title for this one. The Crisis of Integrity Really? The Crisis of Integrity Episode 73 I'm Forrest Hall I'm here with That's Juanita We're Real Church Matters Where we talk Real Church Matters Because Real Church Matters Obedience over audience Please be reminded of that We out